Welcome to the Chase Sagum Podcast. I am your host, Chase Sagum. Today we're going to be talking about local business and how to leverage social media to grow your local business. And local business is not just a brick and mortar, but can also be for all of you real estate agents out there, personal trainers, sales reps, all sorts of things. Any any of you who leverage and who need local locality plays a huge role in your business, then this podcast was made for you. This episode today was made for you. So we'll talk about that and much more. But first, the intro. So in talking with many of you behind the scenes, it's uh, it's been interesting to see how many of you are in the local business world. Many of you that I've talked to are real estate agents, personal trainers, sales reps for companies. Um, some of you even own brick and mortar stores, restaurants, uh, car washes. I mean, it's been amazing to see the wide range of expertise of this of this audience. And so a lot of what we've talked about in regards to things like Facebook ads or LinkedIn, a lot of it is really, you know, either B2B or really broad, you know, assuming that you are advertising to a national audience or even an international audience. And the local side of all of this has been sort of not covered as much. And and uh, I wanted to make sure to do that. You know, if you look at a lot of major publications, things like Adweek, you know, everything is very much about international and national. And whenever you get into local, it tends to be a Google conversation. And so as a second part of this, I did not want to not just talk about local business, but I wanted to talk about using social media to grow your local business. Because I think there's an interesting opportunity here for for all of you in this, and I'll explain why. So when you think about digital marketing at the local level, what do you think about? Like what, what comes to your mind as the things that you need to check off, the things that you need to do to succeed? What, what have your friends told you? What have you seen work? I would bet that most of you think about Google and probably a second place Yelp. The idea of having a business listing on Google or Yelp, having good reviews on those platforms, having your your business represented properly on those platforms, all makes sense. And nothing I'm saying here today is telling you to not do that. I think you absolutely have to do that because people are searching in those environments to look for brands. If you don't have a presence in those platforms and your competitors do, you could lose. And so we are all about winning on this podcast because Charlie Sheen does listen to us. I'm just kidding. That's a joke. But we want to make sure, you know, you obviously cover your bases there. But I want to present a different angle to you. What if it wasn't your focus, Google or Yelp? And what if I told you that while there are a ton of searches on Google and Yelp for your local business and that your competitors are on there and that you are probably losing business daily 
to those competitors that are on Google and Yelp. What if it's not the number one strategy for you to grow your local business? What if social media could be it? And social advertising, social media and social advertising combined, what if that can be how you grow your local business? Well, I think it can be. And I think if you look at Google and Yelp, it's so templated what you need to do to succeed. And it makes sense why so many people are focused on those platforms because there is a clear set of instructions on how to do it. Build your Google business profile. Make sure it has images. Include some video. Include some text. Your hours of operation. If you're a restaurant, make sure your menu's on there. Make sure there's a link to your website, right? And then what's the last thing you got to do? And it's the same thing for Yelp. You have to get reviews, right? You have to get reviews. And then you're subject to Google and Yelp. And specifically, this is a problem with Yelp, where they start deleting reviews for no reason, even though they're from real customers. There's all sorts of problems with Yelp. And if any of you who are listening to me have worked with Yelp, you know exactly what I'm talking about. So what if there's a different way? What if there's a better way? What if you could use social as your way to grow the next one, two, three, four phases of your business? What if you could use social to two, three, four X your business? Again, you can't ignore Google. You can't ignore Yelp. Hell, you you shouldn't even ignore Bing. But everyone's running there. And in digital marketing, I'm a big fan of running the other way. I've made a career off of watching my competitors run east and I strategically go west or vice versa. And so in the spirit of that, I'm presenting this idea to you about how you're going to use social media. Now, when we talk about social media, gosh, guys, I mean, that's, that's a wide topic. And so I want to be very specific. I'm talking Facebook and Instagram. And I could be talking about one more than the other, and that depends on your demographic. It's all about your demo. If you're selling medical care services, you know, if you're in the hospitality industry um, for people who are 50 and older, if you're selling life insurance, just coming up with some ideas here, but if it's an older demo, You should be talking and thinking about Facebook. If it's a younger demo, 25 to 34-year-old moms, for example, Instagram is your demo. Instagram's your baby. That's where you want to target. That's where you want to focus. But isolating between those two will be the center of this episode today. How How do you use Instagram and Facebook to grow your local business? And can Facebook and Instagram combined outflank help you outflank your competitors even though they may have dominant presences on Google and Yelp. I believe it can. I believe you can do this and I'll walk you through some ideas and some things that I've seen work both for brands I represent and things that I've done myself. So first and foremost Facebook reviews. Your Facebook page if you set it up properly as a local business 
you have the ability to consume user reviews from your customers on your Facebook page. And you have a little bit more control over those Facebook reviews than you would on Google and Yelp. And the validation of them is way better because people are, are representing themselves as their Facebook profile to leave the review. So it's a phenomenal platform for authenticated, real reviews from your customers. It's a great place to get reviews. Okay, now it has an advantage over your Google Plus listing and over your, specifically even more so your Yelp listing because there's a Facebook ad platform that you can, and there's attention all the time, 24 seven, from millions of people on Facebook. And you can very easily take those same reviews you've received and present those through, you know, through ads to a Facebook audience. Facebook and Instagram ads can play a really cool role. So think about this for a minute. You've got a local business and this came up. The reason I'm, this is really, I'm really thinking about this is my wife came home. My wife, Jasmine, came home the other day. She was trying out a new yoga studio here in town. We live in St. George, Utah. And St. George, for those of you who are familiar with it, it's a, it's a growing town. In fact, it's one of the fastest growing areas in America right now. But it's growing, which means it's not, it's not L.A. It's not San Francisco. Uh, we don't have, you know, a lot of stuff. And so we're getting new stuff, and it's pretty cool. It's, a, it's really cool to see the town grow. And we have this new yoga studio coming in town, and my wife wanted to test it out. She shows up. It's, she meets the founders, these two women. One of them, I think, is from Omaha, Nebraska, I want to say, or maybe Oklahoma. I can't remember. One of them is from out of town. The other one is from here, and they just started the business. They they own this be- or they they're leasing this beautiful five thousand square foot facility, and they had four people in the class, including my wife. Four people, including one of the founders in the class. So three customers total. It's like the scene from The Greatest Showman when he tries to sell his first tickets, and the only people who buy his tickets. Hugh Jackman's character, the only people who buy his tickets are his wife and his and his two daughters. It was very similar to this story. My wife came home and she loved her experience. She thought the world of this place and that she felt comfortable in, in this yoga studio as opposed to the more popular one that she had visited the week before. And she came home and she said, honey, I, we, need, we need to figure out how to help these guys grow their business. They don't have any money and they still need to figure it out. And obviously, I'm not going to help them for free but um, as an agency, but I wanted to get some of these ideas out on paper because I know they're listening to this podcast. We've, uh, we've warned them ahead of time that we're going to be recording this, so they are listening uh, to this. And for the rest of you, my friends out there who are running, running local business, you know this, this very much hits home, close to home. But I was thinking a lot about this yoga studio and, and how do you grow it? And... How do you deal with the behemoths, your competitors that are already just entrenched on Google and Yelp? Imagine putting all your eggs into the Facebook reviews basket as opposed to Yelp and Google. And then imagine 
with Facebook and Instagram ads targeting. Remember, you can get just like with Google ads, you can be very specific in your in your zip code geolocation targeting on Facebook. You should be overwhelming your demographic in your geographic area. Target a zip code, give it a close tight radius of, of where you think your customer should be. Upload your customers if you already have some. If you don't, start to build interest by by targeting interest types on, on Facebook ads that are, are related to what you do. If you already have customers, upload them into Facebook as a custom audience, build a lookalike audience off of them. You've heard me talk about that a million times if you've listened to this podcast for a while. Imagine a layered approach where you target a lookalike audience of your customers so you're leveraging Facebook's machine learning. Combine that with your targeting your geo area. Everyone in, everyone around your zip code is seeing your ad on Facebook and Instagram. And then on top of that, do some cool things like a coupon, discount, promo of some kind that you give to people for sharing that ad with their friends on Facebook. Now, Instagram, that doesn't work quite as well because you don't have a sharing feature on Instagram. But on Facebook, you could do this, and it could be very, very powerful. So get $10 off your next sandwich by sharing this ad on your wall with all your with all of your friends and tagging 10 friends in it or or whatever, right? Could be really powerful for you. Combined with the fact that you're already running it really intelligently leveraging Facebook's machine learning with lookalike audiences and you're doing zip code specific targeting. Guys, what you'll find is that the ad spend for that geolocation targeting is more is going to be more than half the cost than running geolocation terms on Google. That's how still how powerful Facebook is. Now, let's take this a couple more levels deeper. Who is a local influencer that has an, a strong presence on Instagram or Facebook, particularly Instagram? And is there who is that person? And who is that right person who not only has pull as an influencer, who has the the engagement of your of of a of a really high uh, target audience, but who has the engagement of your desired audience? Who is that influencer? And what can you give them? What can you give them for free? Well, this yoga studio example, I've advised them to leverage a couple local beauty and fashion influencers who are who are into yoga and to give them a free year of classes in exchange for a social takeover and for a couple branded posts where they talk about their experience with this new yoga studio think about how much business you would get from that you don't have to pay those people money you're a new struggling local business use empathy to your advantage tell these influencers hey i need your help I'm trying to grow a local business. You understand. Help me. Right? Um, one other th- thing. So, you, you know, I'm throwing a few ideas at you here. You got the Facebook ads. You got the, the promos with, for encouraging people to share. Instagram ads. Lookalike audiences. Leveraging local influencers for Instagram. Every one of these things, every one of you could do right now. 
to grow your business locally and you'd kill it. And you'd get way more business than Google and Yelp will give you. I guarantee it. Here's the last thing. Document like crazy. So in an earlier episode, if you've been with the show for a while, you heard me talk about the concept of documenting versus creating content. And I think this is even more important for local businesses. You, If you're a local business, you probably are not in the business of producing content. I would say there's probably 5 to 10% of you who are because there's a lot of photographers who are listening to this and, and, and videographers and stuff like that. But for the most part, you guys are running a, a struggling or, or growing small business and it's local and you're not in the business of producing content for social media. That's not what you do for a living. So you're in an immediate disadvantage versus you know the creative, hyper-talented content producer that's trying to vow for the attention of your same demographic. So don't go there, okay? Look at it from the perspective of documenting. I've believed for a long time that local businesses, you guys have the most to document because you're, you're on the ground. You're literally in the streets, in the neighborhoods, in the communities of your customer. And think about all the things you could document on Facebook and Instagram as posts, as stories, as videos, right? By the way, Instagram stories, unbelievable for this. If you've got a local business Instagram profile, you should be documenting all the time and publishing those things as stories. Now, if you geotag all of your content as you're publishing it, and you're publishing a lot, and I mean daily, you're going to show up in so many people's discovery feeds on Instagram locally, and it's going to play such a huge role for you in driving new business. And you're probably thinking, well, I, I don't have time to publish all that content. Well, look, if you think about it in the form of documenting, there's so much stuff you could publish. Give people an insight into how your business works. Give people an insight into how the sausage is made, as they say. How do you make your products? How do you ship them? How do you do customer service? What does your office look like? How do you coordinate with your team? You know, what pains do you experience? What's it like running your business? How long, what's your story? How long have you been around? You know, all of those things you could document like crazy on as Instagram stories, as Instagram posts, Facebook posts. And by simply publishing a lot and geotagging every post, and you combine that with everything else I'm saying here in this in this episode today, you can see why I'm so bullish on on using Facebook and Instagram to grow a local business over Google and Yelp. And again, it's not because Google and Yelp aren't amazing. It's not because Google and Yelp can't help you grow your business locally. It's just because everybody's over there already. And how do you stand out? And what's the cost of entry when all of your competitors are already in the, in the playing field? Whereas if you go the other direction, now, 
social media, Instagram, Facebook, these are not new things and, and your local businesses are doing these things. But the things that I outline specifically about how to run ads locally, about how to leverage a local influencer, about how to document and geotag versus trying to create stupid content or, or overly produced content. If you do the, these things, oh, and by the way, rather than trying to funnel reviews all over the internet, funnel them to your Facebook page. Flood your Facebook page with reviews. If you do these things, you're going to win. And you're going to win more long term because these are the platforms where people, where their attention is more so than Yelp. Now, Google gets a lot of attention, but Google doesn't get Facebook attention. Google doesn't get Instagram level attention. So this is a much better place, short term and long term, to put your focus. So I hope this helps you guys. I love local business. Man, I love what you guys are doing out there because you're the heartbeat of capitalism. You're the heartbeat of free market capitalism. And I'll die a happy man if I can help a few of you grow your business by giving you some of these tips. So get out there and make it happen. Thanks. Talk to you soon. Thank you for listening to the Chase Sagan Podcast. Be sure to subscribe on SoundCloud. Also on SoundCloud, you can post uh, any questions or topics you want me to cover for future episodes. And stay tuned for the next one. Thanks. Thanks.